Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about the All-Stars game yesterday. It was all right. It was all right. Oh, the Mary All-Stars definitely went better than I thought they would, particularly with the team they had. I mean, Corey Harrow, we were at nine. Didn't end up playing nine. I think Zach Docker Clay was in between five, eight, and nine. Uh, it was almost like Corey Harrow or Anira was just an extra forward in the middle, which I kind of liked as well. I thought it worked out well for them in terms of their attack and defense as well. Their defense was solid, especially in the first 10 minutes. The Maori All-Stars, their defense was solid. So I guess that plan did work out for them. Uh, I was impressed with Hayes Perham as well. I thought he went really well for the Maori All-Stars. With the team they had, it really did click. It really did click, and I was really impressed uh, with how they went in this game. Now, look, we knew it was going to happen here. You knew the Indigenous All-Stars were going to win. I didn't think it was going to be this close at all. I thought it was going to be an absolute blowout by the Indigenous All-Stars. They started the game really slow, and I think both teams had the same problem of they were really, really good in attack. They just couldn't finish off plays like... Uh, Poor old Selwyn Cobbo had about five knock-ons in the first quarter. They just lacked the ability, especially the Indigenous All-Stars, to finish off those key plays, to finish off those sets. They started doing so. Obviously, Tyrell Sloan scored. Uh, they started to get on a bit of a roll, the Indigenous All-Stars. Jack Whiten's defense was outstanding, and so was his ball playing. Latrell Mitchell was playing a really weird sort of role where he went to fullback where he wanted to. Then Nico Hines went to fullback, and uh, Latrell was defending in the front line. Like It was very, very weird. It was almost like there was just no positions. They were going out there and just playing footy and I thought that was really fun. I thought it was pretty cool to see. Now, obviously I wasn't expecting too much from this game since it was a preseason game. Uh, it wasn't as entertaining obviously because there was a lot of stars out. You had your Joseph Manus in there and your game breakers. It would have made things a little bit more interesting uh, for the Mary All-Stars. I reckon if Joseph Manu was in that team, they would probably would have won the game to be honest. Um, but look, I mean, still somewhat of an entertaining game. I feel like, and I think people might disagree a bit, and obviously there's been a lot of discussions about times of games, making them earlier and stuff like that. But I feel like having the game at 3.45, and look, obviously it was at 3.45 because they're in New Zealand. Obviously, obviously there's a time difference there. Um, but I feel like it just took something away. I love having it at night. Something about the night sort of spectacle, uh, having it in Australia, it just adds a little bit of something to it. Um, I feel like it just took something away having it during the day, having it especially in the afternoon as well. And look, while while people don't like the 8 o'clock games, those late games, I feel like there's a spectacle about it, having it late at night in the dark. Um, it, I don't know what it is, but it just adds something. It adds a bit of you know excitement to the game for me. And I think that might just be me. Um, some people might agree, but I feel like having it during the day uh, maybe took something away from that as well. I think if you had it in Australia as well, more players would have been inclined to play. Uh, the Dylan Walker one surprises me, the fact that he pulled out. But then again, uh, coaches want to keep their players fit going into round one. I almost feel like they should change the date. I almost feel like they should change it uh, to after the season rather than before the season starts because then it takes away uh, coaches pulling out their players, fearing them getting injured going into the season. I feel like that was a lot of concern. I think that's a lot of reasons why uh, a lot of players did pull out because they didn't want to get 
uh, injured for their team before the season started. So I almost feel like they should have it at the end of the season rather at the start. Uh, but then again, that just adds a lot to the end of the season though. It does add a lot to the end of the season. You'd have the Indigenous v Mary game and then you go straight into the World Cup just after a Prem, depending on who wins that Prem. They're going to be absolutely buggered going into the World Cup if they're playing in that All-Stars game. So, look, it's a lot of factors to take into place. Uh, but I reckon they should have it at the end of the year. I really do think so. And I think that, um, again, it just means that more stars will be able to play in this game if they do have it at the end of the year rather than at the start. I think less players will pull out. So definitely something for the NRL to think about. Uh, but look, it was a pretty decent game, especially since it was a preseason game. I can't really complain too much. I wasn't expecting too much either. I didn't think it was going to be the best game on the planet, uh, obviously because it was a preseason game. It was played in quarters. Players aren't as fit as they would like to be going into this season just yet. Um, so I wasn't expecting too much from that game at all. But as I said before, really impressed with Hayes Perham. I thought he had a sensational game. Uh, bringing the ball back, especially in traffic, he was fantastic. Uh, his kicking game as well at fullback was great. I felt like he was, if he got a little bit more involved, he would have been outstanding. If he just got a little bit more involved in this game, he would have changed everything for the Maori All-Stars, in my opinion. He was fantastic. I really liked Hayes Perham at one. And look, with the side that the Bulldogs have going into this year as well, I mean, it's going to be so dangerous having him in the number one jersey. He's going to be an absolute freak. I tell you what, though, as well, watching some of his positioning and choices in attack, I mean, he could also play in the halves if he really wanted him to. Uh, I'm not saying he should take the spot off Flano, but, you know, if someone goes down, he can definitely slot into that jersey in the halves uh, and do a good job there maybe in the six. I think he'd do a great job in the six, particularly during the origin period. I think he'd do a great job there. Um, but look, look very interesting. Very, very interesting to watch some of those young guys. I thought Jermaine Hopgood in the middle, watching some of his choices in the middle as well. The link man in the middle, his passing game, he's got a really good spiral pass on him as well. Uh, definitely a lot to improve on, I reckon, going into this season. But if he gets a little, the little things right in his game, I think he can be an absolute star. Uh, I loved watching him in this game. I thought his defense was great as well in the middle. Josh Kerr, Jesus, he started the game well before he got sent to the bin. I thought he was fantastic in this game, Josh Kerr. He was an absolute weapon, uh, smashing blokes in attack. He absolutely destroyed James Fisher-Harris, and not many players can say that they've done that to a guy like James Fisher-Harris. He got absolutely smoked. He got smoked by Jack Whiten as well. He got absolutely flogged by Jack Whiten. Um, and look, it just goes to show how much the game means to these sort of players. Uh, but it was awesome to watch that, awesome to watch that. But Josh Kerr, I was really impressed with him. I think he's going to have a big year this year for St. George. Just from watching him in that game, I think he's going to have a massive year. He's going to fight for a starting role in the front row. I think he's definitely going to be in the conversation to be in that side. He had a terrific game for me. I was really impressed with his involvement. Cody Walker and Nico Hines, I thought they were silky as, and I think that's the benefit of having two halves that have played together in this game for the past two years together. Um, they did a really good job, Nico Hines and Cody Walker. Um, they was yeah, just super silky. Uh, Cody Walker, some good signs going into this year as well. I thought he looked great and really crisp as well with his ball handling and the choices he made in attack as well. I thought he was great. Now, I've got a bit of a controversial opinion here, and I just think just watching some of the parts of his game and uh, his defense in this position and uh, his attack, especially in this position as well, 
I think Tyrell Sloan, based off the two Indigenous All-Stars games over the past two years, and just watching some aspects of his game, as I said, I actually think that Tyrell Sloan is a better winger than he is a fullback at the moment. I think he'd do a much better job on the wing than at fullback. And I was sort of talking to uh, Will on the Will podcast about this when we were previewing the this game. Um, that Tyrell Sloan, and he, he actually brought up this point, is a better the winger then he is a fullback, but I said that it's a luxury they can't afford. I really do think it's a luxury St. George cannot afford going into this year. Um, they haven't got many guys to fill in at fullback. Cody Ramsey's just gone down as well. Uh, he's been taken out for the season. Um, so they're probably going to struggle to find another guy other than Tyrell Sloan to play fullback. So I don't think they have many choices going into this year for the fullback jersey. But look, when Cody Ramsey uh, comes back, I think that Tyrell Sloan, it'd be worth having him on the wing. I reckon he's a super, super dangerous winger. When he comes off contract as well, I think that clubs would be uh, pretty keen on signing him as a winger as well. I think he'd do a great job on the wing for any side. He hasn't had a full season yet as a first grade fullback. He looked good in reserve grade as a fullback. I'll give you that. I mean, I went to one of his games uh, when I was watching my mate uh, debuting for Harold Matz uh, playing for South. Um, and I sort of watched one of his games. I think it was one of the trials. Uh, I think it was two or three years ago now. I went with my footy coach at the time. Uh, and just watching uh, Tyrell Sloan, he had scored three tries in the first 15 minutes of the game. Uh, I think this was against South as well. Davey Moali was playing. Uh, I know there was a lot of hype around that. That was one of the reasons we stayed down there. Um, but yeah, no, Tyrell Sloan, he scored three tries in the first 15 minutes of that game, which was absolutely insane. Um, I think he has got a load of talent, a load of talent. Uh, and he's definitely first grade ready. But I would start him off as a winger, at least for the first year, and then bring him to fullback. But as I said, it's a luxury that St. George can't afford. Uh, but I thought he did a really good job in this game. Selwyn Cobbo, first half was a bit scratchy, but he came into this game, second half, scored three tries, absolutely sensational. The full range try that he scored was insane as well. It just shows you the freakish ability that he has. The freakish ability that he has. Some of the errors, uh, it just goes to show he is still young. He is still, you know, learning the ropes in first grade. He's still got a while to go for me before he plays fullback. I think that he'll do a great job for Brisbane this year on the wing. I wouldn't be moving him to fullback just yet. I feel like he does need to condition himself into first grade. He's only had one full year in first grade and he played Origin in that year, which was pretty big for me. I wasn't expecting him to play Origin, but he did play Origin. I think he needs one more full year in first grade before I can even think about putting him uh, at fullback for me. But Selwyn Cobbo, a really good game in the second half for me. He sort of conditioned himself into that game uh, later on and obviously scoring three tries. What an absolute weapon. Uh, Whiten in defense, we've already talked about him. Now, this was a point that really surprised me. I thought he was signed going into this year for the Bulldogs. But looking at their squad yesterday, and Billy Slater pretty much confirmed it when he scored a try, one of the first tries in that game for the Mary All-Stars, Zach Docker Clay, he doesn't have a contract going into this year. I was absolutely blown away that he doesn't have a contract going into this year. Hookers, halves, they are dire in this competition. Absolutely dire. And I made this point about Khaled Rajab yesterday as well. Um, hookers... And halfbacks are absolutely dire in today's game. And I feel like someone's got to pounce on this guy's signature. I would love to see him at a Brisbane. I would love to see him, uh, just thinking off the top of my head, I would love to see him remain at the Bulldogs. But obviously, that's not the plan moving forward. Uh, I think they have to go for Khaled Rajab, the Bulldogs, as I said yesterday. But 
any club could use a Zach Docker Clay, particularly as depth. I think he'd be such a good depth signing, even at the Raiders. I would love to see him at the Canberra Raiders. Uh, there's plenty of sides that he would do well at. Melbourne, even. Uh, if Jerome Hughes goes down during the year, if Harry Grant needs a 14, he would be perfect. Zach Docker Clay over at Melbourne. There's plenty of guys that could use him. I cannot believe he doesn't have a contract going into next year. He's kicking game in a dummy half. It almost reminded me of a Reid Marnie. It almost reminded me of a Reid Marnie. Just the kicking game out of dummy half. Um, and obviously, you know, some of the choices he made in attack as well out of dummy half was great. Uh, he is a really, really talented footballer on his day. So I think that someone needs to pounce on him for sure. Zach Docker Clay, what an absolute weapon. But look, as I said before, the Mary All-Stars did much better than I thought they would with the side they had. So I was really impressed with that. I was really impressed with Hayes Perham and his involvement in this game. Zach Docker Clay, uh, some of the men of the match for me. Nico Hines and just his silkiness. The, the wetter the hair got, the better he played. Cody Walker as well was really impressed with him. Josh Kerr, I thought he was outstanding. Tyrant Peach, he didn't get many minutes. And particularly in the, in the preseason when uh, he was looking really fit. He was looking really fit in this preseason. Maybe that's Penrith saying, hey, don't give him too many minutes. I do want to make sure he doesn't get injured going into round one. Maybe it's just one of those things. Uh, Fisher-Harris was great, even though he got absolutely smashed twice. Uh, he was just an absolute mongrel. Joseph Tarpany as well had a pretty decent game on him, uh, but it was a really decent game, particularly for a preseason game. As I said before, wasn't expecting too much, and it wasn't the best game on the planet, but it was pretty decent for a preseason game, and uh, uh, it was great to see and get an insight on some of the younger guys coming through as well. Before I go, even Preston Ricky, fuck, he's a talent. I really am excited to see how he goes for Penrith. I could even see him landing on an edge. I could really see him landing on an edge. That means that Luke Garner and Zach Hosking, they both have a bit of competition going into this year. I don't know what exactly, what exact position uh, Preston Ricky plays, but he looks good as a back rower. I fucking tell you now, he looks good as a back rower. He was dangerous as that try that he scored was great. He runs a good line, really, really tough in attack and defense. I would love to see him on the back row for Penrith this year or even at center, uh, depending on if they have to fill positions going into this year or maybe even next year. Fuck, next year when Stephen Crichton leaves, he would be perfect to fit in that center role as well. Back row center, I'm really impressed with Preston Ricky. I think he's a great player, an absolutely outstanding player. I uh, was really impressed with him going into this game as well. And Kieran Mosley, now... 28 years old, 28 years old, getting a crack uh, for the Indigenous All-Stars. Hasn't made his NRL debut, I don't think, but 28 years old. He plays for the Gold Coast Titans. I was impressed with him as well at, at nine. I thought he did a really good job in this game as well. So plenty of guys to give credit to in this one. But as I said, I thought it was a pretty decent game for a preseason trial and can't wait to see all of these guys in round one if some of these rookies do get a crack or a debut in the NRL. But a pretty decent game for a preseason game and uh, a lot of guys that played well in this one as well. So really, really impressed. Well,